1: Mark Kramer, Santoria Black, in here with me this morning. I uh, did want to say from the top of the show that uh, Jamie Fox's mom is ailing. And uh, so, Jamie, remember uh, the Fox family in your prayers, please. And uh, Jamie will be out today and tomorrow. And um, hopefully uh, the situation with his mom will get better. But please remember the Fox family in your prayers uh, from today over through the weekend as well. So uh, hopefully Jamie will be able to be back with us on Monday. So good luck, uh, Jamie. We're, you're in our thoughts and prayers if you're listening this morning, bud. Edge brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, 165 North in Monroe, 3454545, the best pet care anywhere on the planet. Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, specializes in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Don't delay call Bobby today three and you can get Bobby and his staff three four two one four one one and pamper the special person in your life or anybody in your life at Spa Nouvelle on Lammy Lane in Monroe and uh I've actually been spoiled by Spa Nouvelle and they do a great job. 807-1060. It was a gift certificate, okay? I'm not. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> that laugh was kind of like, "Oh yeah, Kramer's getting fingernails done." No, it was a It was a massage. But it was a oh. gift. It was a gift certificate, so and they do uh, they do do a great job. there. 807-1060 is the number to get Spa Nouvelle and you can get us and uh, if you talk, you can call John Tabor at the Ouachita Valley Credit Union hotline and text line, 888-993-7762. Welcome in this morning, Sam. How are you, sir? Good, and thanks for uh, coming on yesterday. Good segment yesterday talking about we're trying to get little kind of mini previews on uh, all of our local football. And uh, so I appreciate you coming on yesterday. And since <laughs> – coach – Coach Fobbs in Italy. Yeah, I Coach- said later after you got off, I don't think he's real interested. Probably he's, not. He's great with us when he's here. Oh, yeah. Because he's fabulous with the media. He really is. But uh, don't think we were high on his list if he's in Italy.
2: <laughs> Probably not. No, I'd, I'd be I'd be uh, deep into Italy and Italian culture and things like that, being on the road like that. But there's a lot going on. As you said, NBA draft is coming up. Um, NBA draft is man. tonight.
1: And one of the things that I wanted to get to here early in the show Uh, Anna Claire Thomas from Louisiana Tech football uh, will be with us at 830 to talk uh, some Louisiana Tech football and the camp that they just had. I want to pick her brain about that a little bit and see how that came about. But the NBA draft is tonight, Mm -hmm. uh, only two rounds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the stories that doesn't get publicized much, San, uh, and it's because it a lot of times has a negative spin on it, And so the media doesn't like to cover stuff like that. Uh, Even though it's reality and truth, they always want to play up just the hyped stuff. Um, John did some research for us, and there were 81 players uh, in college that signed with an underclassman. Now, we're just talking underclassmen that signed with an agent, 81, and signed with an agent so they cannot go back and play college basketball correct now the number of those guys drafted will probably not even this uh, John made this good point too before we came on the air this doesn't include foreign players Mm -mm. okay and foreign players as we talked about this last year I think you and I did on the air Uh, if you look at the increase in foreign players being drafted in the NBA and then the underclassmen uh, the actual seniors and then American born players, the number is dropping. Yes. Uh, it's dropping considerably, but out of this 81, I think the average is like maybe 20%, mm-hmm. which is not very many, uh, of these kids. 20% is like 16 of the 81 that declared and signed with an agent are going to actually get drafted. Um, that's a pretty that's a very very low percentage and you don't hear the stories about kids that declare don't get drafted don't have any opportunities in europe or overseas somewhere and end up in bad circumstances i'll say it that way that can't go back to they don't go back to college can't go back and play college and um you know somewhere along the line and I know they have these things where they gauge the, the temperature, if you want to put it that way, of the NBA's interest in them. I know they have all of those pre-draft things where kids can be told, uh, you know, hey, you know, you might be drafted or whatever before they declare. I understand all that. But a lot of times, a lot of these kids get bad advice. Yes. Whether it's from their family from their parents, which is part of the family, obviously, but a lot of times they're listening to their parents. Or, you know, a lot of these kids now have, quote, handlers or representatives, not necessarily agents yet, uh, but they did sign with an agent. So a lot of these kids, that once they sign with an agent, they're getting bad advice from someplace, Mm -hmm. from somebody. And it doesn't really matter where the bad advice is coming from uh, it's just a it's just a bad situation, and you don't hear about the unsuccessful stories. No, you don't based on all of these you know this eighty one I mean that's a lot of numbers when you're only talking about what are there thirty two teams in the mm-hmm. NBA. So you're talking about sixty four people being drafted and again you're you have to add in the factor of the foreign players that are going to be drafted. So I think last year there was like 12 or 14. So you could take the the number down to, say, 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, down to 50 uh, out of the rest of the, um, say, American-born players that can be drafted. And so you've got 50 guys, and you've got 81 underclassmen that declared. Those numbers just
2: don't work out in their favor. It doesn't. And, you know, I guess – on to the opinion, and this is just my opinion now, that I'm not really big on underclassmen going into the NBA. I'm not a big proponent of that. One of the reasons is, you know, I know it's a free country and all that. Let, okay, let's first of all do this. Stop comparing golf. That is an individual sport, which is very different. Tennis, same thing? Tennis, stop comparing that. That is not even close. Baseball, stop comparing that because there is an established, deep farm system. The NBA's system is just now just beginning, beginning. Yeah. So they're completely different. So stop comparing those sports. When you come out of high school, if you decide to do that and you go into the NBA, and here's the other thing that I like about baseball's draft: if you decide that you want to go into the draft as an underclassman, you decide, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. You got to wait till your junior year, right, to go back into the into the draft or to go into the Major League Baseball system. That's the kind of rules that I think you should have in college. If you think you're that good in high school. Come on out, but now if you decide that you want to go back, can't sign with an agent now. Then you need to go when you go back to college. You can't come out to your junior year because there are too many stories, and that's what I'm saying. People are just saying, "Well, they deserve the right," and all that's true. But they, these are the exceptions and not the rule when you're talking about that. How many players have we seen that have gone into the into the NBA that have been extremely successful out of high school? There haven't been many. Yeah, it's... There haven't been many.
1: I think it's... I saw a stat one time. It's less than one-tenth of one percent.
2: Yeah. There's not very many. You know, you remember Kwame Brown? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. So, you got him. uh, You know, of course, LeBron James was able to do it. Jermaine O'Neal was able to do it.
1: Kevin Garnett. Kevin
2: Garnett was able to do it. Kobe Bryant was able to do it. But you see how...
1: Those are icon names. Those are icon
2: names. We're not talking about every year there's somebody coming out. And you brought up a good point. As we continue into how the NBA develops with the D-League and the G-League and all that kind of stuff, one of the things that you're also seeing, and you mentioned this point before we went on, the number of international players that are coming into the NBA draft who are extremely good. And so what that means now, and you got the kid Docik from uh, Slovenia, I think he is. Donich, yeah. Yeah, um, Donich. He is incredible at 19 years old. So those spots diminish even further. And now you look at some of these underclassmen that are coming out that really and truthfully, some of them are going to be very good. But some of them are just going to be subpar. There's two rounds. It's not like there's six, seven rounds in the NBA draft and there's a legitimate farm system that you can go to. It just doesn't work like that. And I think that until there is a true, deep farm system, like there isn't a baseball or something like that, I don't think that we can really continue to compare basketball and baseball. And please spare me and miss me with this golf and tennis stuff because they're individual sports and they're very different extremely different so to me those are differences that I think that we really need to start paying attention to and how many kids are listening to people who really they may have their best interest but really and truthfully they're not ready and it's more than just playing the game it's the maturity factor it's the discipline.
1: Finances. It's the
2: I mean, there's so much that you have to talk about. And Calipari said it best. Some players are able to make that jump, and they're able to handle the pressures of the NBA because you're an instant millionaire, and some just aren't. And that's just the truth of the matter.
1: Yeah, and, you know, too, they uh, from the playing aspect of it, they hit a wall that they always talk about because most, um, most colleges, if they make it all the way through the NCAA tournament, you may see them at 34 and 5, you know, something like that, where they're around, where they're close to 40 games. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not even the all star break mm-hmm. <laughs> for the NBA. And uh, you always talk about, you always hear them talk about these guys. Some of these kids will play an entire career, whether it's two years, three years, whatever, uh, in college basketball and then they will get hurt Mm -hmm. they don't get hurt at all in college and then all of a sudden they keep getting hurt in the NBA their first couple of years and that's one of the factors that's always been thrown out there is that physically uh, to the point that you were making about all these other things that some of the young you know 19 and 20 year olds aren't ready for they're not ready for the rigors I mean they're playing against grown men you know they're playing against grown men, and uh, so it's it's a situation where they're getting banged around and all of that kind of stuff, and they just uh, you know it's just difficult to take.
2: It is, and you know the other thing is is that I was looking at the list of underclassmen. Now we're not talking about seniors, right? We're talking about underclassmen. Talking about practice. We're talking about practice. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we're looking at the, all of the, this list of underclassmen that are going into the NBA draft. I mean, the list is it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Now, we're not talking about seniors either. Yeah. So you look at this list, there's probably, what, 50, 60 guys, maybe even more, 70, 80. I mean, this list is deep. And not everybody on this list is even going to get drafted. So now think about this. you have Most your, of them won't. No. So you have your underclassmen, you have your seniors that are coming out, and you have your international players. Here's the other factor that people don't remember as well. Free agency does a lot in telling the story of what type of player a team wants to draft. Right. Because if you look at look at where Kawhi Leonard may, may land, how will that change a team's chemistry or change a team's viewpoint on who they're going to draft? And you've got one team, like the Lakers, that have three picks in the draft now, just sent, I think, the 29th to the 76ers. So now if you look at how many guys are entering just underclassmen, there are more underclassmen entering than there are draft picks not counting seniors and international players. Way more. So now, think yeah, about that. Just
1: the, that's what I was saying. If you take away with there being, say, 64 picks, mm-hmm. and last year, I believe, and I'm being rough because I, I don't remember the exact number, but say 14, we'll say for even numbers, we'll say 14 international players were drafted last year. Uh, that only leaves 50 yeah. uh, draft picks and there was a and there's 81 under just 81 underclassmen again that's not including uh the seniors that are also coming out so uh it's a great disparity and uh, i want to get into when we come back about the some of these stories that you hear about uh some of these some of these kids and where is the in same thing in um in football and uh, sometimes in baseball too why is the – what are some of the reasons why the level and percentage of actual American-born players is dropping in basketball and in baseball? Mm. And we'll talk about that, eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two when we return here on The Edge on this Thursday.
3: Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well-known in the area, and her team of Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. I want to tell
4: you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital, specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals, and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North. You can reach out to them at 345-4545, that's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call
5: 1-800-345-6644. I am Jessica Ladue, member and employee for Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washtenaw Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Ouachita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle to help prepare you for the future? All Honda certified pre-owned vehicles are thoroughly inspected by a Honda trained technician and backed by an outstanding Honda limited warranty for up to seven years or 100,000 miles from the original in-service date. You could say we pre-screen each one, you know, as a precaution, visit hondacertified.com and search for local inventory.
3: See your Honda dealer for limited warranty details.
0: Relationships are about give and take. He'll take the morning hike. You prefer the spin bike. When it comes to sleep, no need to compromise. Smarter sleep is better sleep for both of you. Introducing the new Sleep Number 360 smart bed. The only bed that senses and automatically adjusts to keep you both effortlessly comfortable. It's even designed to help with this. Much better. Does your bed do that? It's Sleep Number's 4th of July sale. Save up to $500 plus free home delivery on Sleep Number 360 smart beds and Saturday. See store for details. To find a store near you, go to sleepnumber.com. How does it feel? You're officially living on The Edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge,
1: here on Sports Talk 97.7, Santoria Black, Mark Kramer, and John Tabor with you here today. And uh, yeah, we did a little research, thanks Big Show. I keep getting Major League Baseball and, and or the NFL screwed up with uh, the NBA. NBA has thirty teams, not thirty-two, and uh, so there's sixty total picks. And um, then FS texts in and says, summing everything up, there's just a lot of delusional kids coming out early. Yeah, they. I okay, mean, you so know, they we, are. <laughs> so we gave you a few figures before we get to the other subject that I teased before the break. We we threw some. We got did some more research during the break. There's 80 uh, underclassmen that have declared for the draft. About 80. Yeah, about 80. You've got 60 foreign players declared for the draft. Okay, so that's 140. Yep. And then you've got seniors who are automatically eligible all over the country. And we'll just say, for argument's sake, and there's probably way more than this, but uh, we'll just say 60 to round it off to an even number. So you've got 200 just counting 60 seniors, you've got 200 people. Again, the average for foreign players that are actually drafted usually floats between 9 and 15 players, somewhere in there. That's about 15% to maybe 20%. So let's just say, again, for argument's sake, that uh, this year there's 10 guys, 10 foreign players drafted. So you've got 50, like I said before the break, you've got 50 spots open for American-born players, Mm -hmm. and you've got over about 140
2: American-born players for those 50 spots. That's exactly right. So now, you start breaking these numbers down, and again, we understand, you know, they deserve the opportunity and this and that. We understand that. We get it. What we're saying is, is that when you're an underclassman, especially a high school player, You really have to think about the percentages and how high of a chance you have in order to get drafted. Let's just think about this for a minute. If you go into the D league, let's just say that you're fortunate enough to do that. Your average salary is between $19,500 and $26,000 for a six month D league season. That's what your average salary is. Yeah. So roughly between 19 and $26,000. That's your average salary. So now, You think about it. Do you really, when you think about how many spots there are, there are 60 spots. We know that about 10 of those spots are going to go to foreign players. We don't know how free agency, you know, is going to work because the more free agents there are to decide that they're going to move teams, that changes a team's, you know, saying, hey, we're going to trade this pick now because we're going to get this over here or that over here. And you see the Lakers, they just traded a pick away to get a 2019 pick. So now if you think about how many times a team – you know, says, I'm going to trade a pick in order to get this over here. That changes the complexity of things and how a team goes and gets drafted, which means it'll also change the way about how they may select you. One minute they say, hey, we got this. The next minute we just signed a, you know, bang up free agent. We're, we don't want him right now anymore. We're going to go after something different. And it happens on a dime like that. It happens in football, happens in basketball. It just happens. It happens in the NHL. So now that's what is really disturbing is the numbers. It is the American dream you know, you're going to have 60 guys that have an opportunity to get drafted. And I might add, just because you have 60 guys that get drafted doesn't mean they all (laughs) are going to make the team either. Right,
1: exactly, because only first-round people are
2: guaranteed. That's it. So, second-round kids, hey, they they still may be put to the D-League, which takes away even more spots for all of those guys who did sign and go to the D-League or the G-League.
1: And I think one of the bigger issues here, and this is what I wanted to get to, is why is it – that cuz I think this is a real a nationwide issue especially in baseball and basketball the the number of american born players in major league baseball and in basketball are dropping mm. and I think it goes back there's a, a a myriad of reasons why this is happening but I think a lot of it is the fact that uh, a lot of our kids today are looking for the quick fix they don't do uh, you know most everybody that's listened to any of our shows for any length of time knows uh, you know how I feel about travel baseball and softball uh, and the the problems with all of that and that it's not necessarily necessary uh, to get a scholarship to have to play all year round in in baseball uh, or softball but the fundamental part of it, you know, some people will say, well, God, that, di- that guy saying basketball, that guy doesn't look very athletic, uh, you know, some white kid from like Slovenia or Croatia or someplace, but he's fundamental, you know, they've been taught the way to play. I've always said basketball, especially, is the most undertaught and overcoached game that there is in the United States. And that's why, because the kids just aren't coming out. It's the AU syndrome. Throw the ball out there, let them run up and down the court. They don't play any defense uh, in, in baseball. Uh, I hate to see it, but a lot of times now the, the high school coaches are getting marginalized uh, because of this, these uh, summer coaches. And so we have a fundamental problem here in the United States. Of course, uh, you know, you can't hardly, I said this a few weeks ago. talked to one of our local players that got drafted into Major League Baseball. And he said when he reported to Rookie Ball, Mm -hmm. there were four players on the whole roster, and rookie teams, I think, have between 25 and 30 players, 30-man roster. The only only four players spoke English. Mm. Out of their entire rookie team, it was down in Vero Beach or someplace in Florida. Only four players spoke English mm-hmm. on the entire team. Now that should open some people's eyes and and why is that? It's because those kids in the Caribbean, that's all they do. if they don't play soccer, uh, baseball is all those kids do. They play on the sand lots they but they're very fundamental. Some of them don't have gloves mm-hmm. and they play barehanded. you know I heard a uh, interview with one of the shortstops. Uh, from uh, a major league team and he said i didn't use a glove until i was in high school mm. and you know they're playing on sand lots with rocks and potholes and <clears throat> excuse me and all this kind of stuff and but these kids want it it's their way of of bettering themselves and improving themselves but they are so fundamental in their hitting uh in their throwing and their fielding positions they're very they teach a lot of fundamentals as Far as bunting and doing the right things hitting behind runners and and all of that kind of stuff and same thing in in uh, in as far as pitching is concerned and I think it sends a message to our whole athletic society mm-hmm. that there's needs to be some kind of a fundamental change in how things are done in this country or the percentages of American-born players in our own leagues is especially in those not so much in football but those are gonna to continue to go down.
2: I'll give you a, a good example of that. I talked to Coach Ellis. Coach Ellis goes to the College World Series every year in Omaha, yes. and he does regionals, You know, he helps with uh, the super regionals, all of those things. And I've had a chance to sit on and pick his brain about the importance of having those camps and, and those types of things over in Omaha. So let's look at this just for, for an example. When you start looking at the rosters in the Southwestern Athletic Conference, HBCU colleges. Less than half of every roster is African American, less than half. And I would go as far as to say is in in most cases less than a third are African American kids in baseball. In baseball. Yeah. One of the things that is interesting is that in this society in this day and age there are less there are fewer kids especially African-American kids who are interested in baseball, fewer and fewer. And you don't have as many that are introduced to the sport because there is a lot of expense to it. You know, if you think about it, when you get ready to, if you really want to excel in baseball, there's so much, there's a lot of expense with, you know, bats, there's balls, there's gloves, there's uniforms, there's helmets. And you start getting into these travel leagues and all of this other type of thing with with ball, Dixie League, Legion (laughs) ball up north. It can really get expensive. And for a lot of kids, if you start looking at basically how money is spent in families, a lot of these kids are sitting just above or below the poverty level. So they don't have the same types. Though so For them, it's a lot cheaper and less expensive. And in, in a lot of cases, it's a, fun, a lot more fun for them to go play basketball, play football, those types of things. But there is such a decrease in the number of kids – just on the African-American side, that are playing baseball. I look at Jackson State's roster. Jackson State's roster is probably half or two-thirds has Hispanic players. Half or two-thirds. Doug Shanks, when he was a coach at Mississippi Valley, there were less than a quarter of his kids that were African-American. So if you start looking at the number of student athletes that are exposed to the sport early on in high school, you start looking at it in some of the larger schools, it's great. But I think we, we, saw, we saw this before. The lower schools, especially like when you look at Class 1A and 2A and B and C and all that kind of stuff, they're not, some of them, especially when you go to some of the all-black schools or you go to schools that are predominantly black in high school, they don't really have the same types of advantages and resources that some of the other schools do when they're playing baseball. So it starts there at high school. Starts right there. Look at how many kids are playing in high school,
1: or even lower too, as far as that goes. Yeah, going all the way down to some of the Dixie, you know, the Dixie leagues or the Pony leagues and and stuff like that. But it's uh, definitely a wake up call uh, in those two sports, in my opinion, for um, for American kids that, and for people that are t- trying to coach these these leagues and and high schools that, fundamental wise, we better pick it up a little bit or uh, The amount, the percentage of American-born kids uh, in baseball and basketball is going to continue to drop uh, lower and lower. We'll go ahead and take a break. Anna Claire Thomas, SID for football at Louisiana Tech, will join us to talk some Louisiana Tech football when we return here on The Edge. Sports Talk 97.7.
6: How do you like to spend your weekend? All work, no play. Get the most out of summer with a Hustler Raptor starting at $25.99. Here's Richie McKinney.
4: Hustler mowers are built stronger and perform faster, allowing you more time to do the things you love. Right now, McKinney's has the Hustler Raptor for only $25.99. That's with a 42-inch welded steel deck and 22-horsepower Kohler engine, and you can finance with 0% for 42 months. Stop by McKinney's today, your outdoor superstore
6: and rusted model number 935742. Financing for qualified buyers
3: this is steve brennan with brennan dodge inviting you to our moving sale. we're moving into our new dealership and we've got to reduce what we have to move we've got 18 journey se with blacktop edition and popular equipment group for only $19.99. 18 chargers with the blacktop appearance is only 24.9 get an 18 chrysler 300 touring for only 25.9 and get an 18 jeep cherokee latitude plus for only $19.99. We've also got great deals on demos, so don't miss our moving sale and huge discounts at Brandon Dodge and Rustin. Hi, Kevin from Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the US. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhightech.com or find us on Facebook. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. I encourage you to drive to Bozier City for your new home. Whether you live close to Bozier or 150 miles away, it will be worth the drive. We will save you thousands on single-wide, double-wide, triple-wide, or modular. We've got them all. Check out our photo gallery at tillyshomes.com.
0: Family Counseling Center in Ruston. Comprehensive, caring counseling for our community.
7: My wife and I... Uh, We were struggling there for a little while, so we we went through this program, and the program was geared toward um, strengthening family bonds, and it was very helpful for us.
0: Call Family Counseling Center 255-5753. I learned
7: not only to be a better husband, but a better father to my children. We still have our challenges, like I said, but we have our resources in place, uh, and those challenges never become overwhelming anymore. When we deal with them, we we have the tools that we need to, to deal with them.
0: Family Counseling Center, a ministry of Louisiana United Methodist Children and Family Services in partnership with the Lincoln Health Foundation.
7: So it's just a matter of of asking for that help and not being ashamed to say, hey, you know, there's something something not quite right here. It's amazing what they can do, so life is good.
0: Call for a confidential appointment, 255-5753. living on the edge makes weekdays more fun especially when you're doing it with terry waldrop
1: welcome back to the edge sports talk 97.7 on the Washita valley federal credit union hotline is a good friend of mine she's bailed me out of many fixes (laughs) in baseball (laughs) before she went over to the baseball the football side anna claire thomas sid for football louisiana tech how are you this morning Oh, we okay. lost her. We lost her. We'll get her back.
2: Well, I, Mark, uh, before we get Anna Claire on, you you were just kind of just telling me about how some of this stuff works with some of these coaches. And I know the basketball side, I was you know, saw the AAU side for about two, three years. And it is something else when you go to some of these showcases and these tournaments and things like that, and how much money you have to pay just to get in. Oh, yeah. We've got Anna Claire back on the line here. Sports Talk 97.7. Anna Claire, how are you?
8: I'm great. How are you guys
2: doing? Doing good. Uh, you
1: missed your intro. I talked about how many fixes you got me out of <laughs> for those couple of years in baseball. But uh,
8: Well, I hate that I miss that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Well, thanks for getting, uh, getting with us this morning. And uh, one of the things first I wanted to ask about, uh, there's been a lot of uh, talk uh, about, the, uh, about the camp, the joint camp. Up here with uh, with LSU and some other schools. How does Anna Claire? How does stuff like that? And I know uh, the Tech staff went down there as well. Uh, how does that kind of stuff uh, come about?
8: Well, you know, Coach Holtan and the staff—they're really big on um, in-state kids. In in-state kids, excuse me. And uh, you know, they have talked with all the staff in Louisiana before. They've got good relationships with them, and I think it's a group effort. For, for all of the, the football staff in the state of Louisiana to, to get together and you know, kind of a joint effort to, to see all those kids, see the talent that they have in the state, and, and get to see them all in one place. I think it's beneficial for everybody involved.
2: Well, no, Anna Claire, I think that's really interesting because, in a lot of cases, you um, and you know some, you know, just five or six years ago, you didn't see a lot of that, and now you see more and more of that. And coaches will tell you a lot of times that it saves money off of some recruiting as well because you get a chance to see a lot of these kids coming up, and you get an idea. You start mapping some things out as well. No
8: doubt, and you know, like you said, it's beneficial for all involved. It's uh, all the kids and the state of Louisiana that you want to see, they can all come to one place and work out instead of uh, stretching themselves and wearing themselves out every other weekend going to a different camp. Um, And the same thing for coaches involved. They're not having to travel as much for recruiting. So um, I I think it's a great deal. And, you know, there were over probably 450 kids out there between both sessions on on Sunday afternoon. It was a a good way to spend Father's Day. And uh, I know Coach Holtz was very, very pleased with how it turned out.
2: So now we get ready for the uh, dog days of summer. You know, you see the, the fall is not too far away. As for a lot of these players, coaches, especially if they're working or they're doing other things, most of them will be back for the second session of summer school. But in a lot of cases, this is where the real work starts because the, the conditioning is important now. Because when you get to fall ball, guys who haven't been conditioning in the summer, man, it really puts you behind when you get to, to a fall ball in the summer, or in, the, in the fall rather.
8: Absolutely. Our guys are busy right now. They've been in the weight room with Coach Hester um, all summer. I know it's kind of, uh, like you said, heating up this time of year now that we're, we're getting closer to reporting for fall camp. Um, but I, I, every morning when I drive by, they're all in the weight room. Uh, there's a ton of cars outside, guys getting ready for the season. And, and this, is, this is the important part for them where they get their conditioning in and, and kind of get their, their stamina up before camp starts and it gets really, really intense.
1: Let's talk a little bit about the uh, about the schedule. Of course, last year an unprecedented seven home games. Uh, last <laughs> year, a little more evened out this year, but uh, still have some some good uh, some really good home games. I think there's a quite a few now. Of course, uh, the conference you know has uh, all the games just about on the conference USA site. Uh, but uh, give us a little bit of a breakdown on the schedule. Yeah,
8: you know we'll we'll open the season. Um with Southern at home, obviously, uh, that's the the home opener. But uh, we will start on the road uh, this year, uh, much like we did two years ago at Arkansas. This time we'll be at South Alabama. Um, but uh, we're really looking forward to that home opener, especially. It's going to be uh, our celebration of the 50th anniversary of Joe IA Stadium. We're going to have a lot of uh, players back. Some of the, the best players in stadium history are going to be back, and we're going to celebrate that. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. And then some. we've got some good uh, conference games on the slate. Uh, a, a big one that everyone's looking at is the, the last game of the season was Western Kentucky's going to be in. That'll be a nationally televised game. But we're going to have a lot of, uh, lot of opportunity to see the Bulldogs this year. Uh, we do have five home games, but a lot of those games that are not at home are going to be uh, easily available to stream.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing is, you know, even you got some games here that are relatively close for fans to drive to. You know, when, when looking at the schedule uh, after the South Alabama game, you got, you know, on the road at least, you've got LSU, which is a short drive. You've got North Texas, which is not a long drive. Mississippi State in November, which is not a long drive. And Southern Miss. So you've got games that are easily accessible this year where you, you don't have to drive more than about four or five hours. No doubt. And our fans have
8: shown the last couple of years, you know, that they will travel well. Um, they'll support the uh, Bulldogs on the road and, and cheer them on to the victory. And, and like you said, it's really, uh, it's really nice to have that driving distance that, you know, you can just hop in the car for a day trip maybe and go down and, and watch the game and come back.
1: I know you're out there a lot with the guys to ask a, a, a technical football question. How, how have you seen uh, – which side of the ball have you seen the most improvement – Uh, from say the spring game on
8: (laughs) well from spring game on they're just doing a lot of group work um i I know uh you see a lot of individual guys working out with individual workouts not so much um big groups of guys or the whole offense the whole defense but um i know those guys are working hard um you know offense is improving our defense i think it's going to be one of the best defenses we've had in years um and blake baker's doing a great job of, of getting those guys ready and just keep recruiting great athletes on that side of the ball. Um, but we've got a, a ton of returners coming back. I think we're the 10th most experienced team coming back in the country. So um, they're, they're looking forward to actually having some experience on both sides of the ball this year. Last year that wasn't exactly the case. So I know Coach Holtz is really looking forward to that.
2: Well, now you got, uh got, of course, the, the first game of the season. We talked about that South Alabama, but that first home game against Southern. Uh, Southern has been to the house before brings a big crowd uh, over there. And, you know, I I heard this yesterday, and it's really true, and I forgot what y'all heard on. But, you know, when you look at the past, oh, let's say seven or eight years, even ten years, Louisiana Tech has gone a long way from having to play a ton of money games to now actually buying games and having some great games at home, which are great draws for fans.
8: No doubt. And, you know, I think um, a lot of that is credited to the facility enhancements uh, that have gone on at Joe I Stadium. You know, in the last 10 years, that stadium has completely changed uh, the feel of it when you're you're in the middle of a, a game day, and uh, that that's credit to the administration here, the the job they've done. But uh, I mean, the the press box, the the DAC, all of that adds to the game day experience, and um, I think more and more people are wanting to come out and and see it in person rather than maybe watch it on TV or listen on the radio.
1: You know, I think that's a good point because you realize that uh, talent of course is, you know, the ultimate thing when you're recruiting, but when you're up recruiting against another school, uh, and say a kid's got three choices and and your school happens to be one of the three, a lot of those enhancements that you're talking about, Anna Claire, is one of the one of the factors, believe you know, some people don't think it's that big a deal, but if, if a kid is trying to decide between two or three different schools, uh, those enhancements that you're talking about to the facilities, what the stadium looks like, what the field itself looks like, uh, workout, the workout area, locker room, all of those kind of things go into um, a kid and family's decisions uh, as to which one, when it comes down to them actually making a decision between two or three schools. Uh, That that's what a lot of it comes down to.
8: No doubt, I I think a lot of recruits these days and uh, student athletes looking at potential colleges and places to play. They uh, they like things to be flashy. They like uh, the best uniforms, the best facilities, and um, our administration has done a fantastic job of enhancing our facilities and you know signing a deal with Adidas and, and doing those things that I think helps out coaches in the process when they get into recruiting and, and winning those recruiting battles.
2: Well, Anna-Claire, we are up for a great season, of course, and, and you look at a lot of the games, as you said, they can be viewed online. You've got ESPN Plus for about uh, five or six games, if I'm not mistaken, this year. If you are at home and then a few on the road, UTSA is one of those on the road, as well as South Alabama. And then, of course, you got the big one on national TV at the end of the year, two of them. You got Florida Atlantic and you got the one against Western Kentucky. The Florida Atlantic game, I believe it's that one, it brings about a question because isn't that one on a weekday? It's on a Friday night, I think. It, it
8: is. is. It is on a Friday
2: night. And that's one of those so, things that you just think about It's like, man, Friday night college football. You know, that's one of those things that, hey, you look at the schedule and a lot of teams will do it because they say, hey, it's an opportunity for us to get on television. And, that's you know, sometimes you get fans that are lukewarm about it. Sometimes they warm up to it. Luckily for you guys, it's not a home game you have to worry about that's on a Friday night.
8: Yeah, it's a little different. It'll be on the road. Um, we'll have to, to leave a day earlier than normal, so it'll kind of cut uh, the, the team's schedule short a little bit, but uh, it's give and take. It'll cut that week short, but then once you play on Friday night on the road, you get back earlier, um, and you'll you'll have a, an extra day that next week to prepare for the next game. So um, I, I think it'll be good to play. It's, it's Like you said, it's a nationally televised game um, against a really good team, coached by Lane Kiffin. So uh, I'm looking forward to that one for sure.
1: Well, Anna Claire, thanks, uh, for spending some time with us this morning. And, uh, we appreciate everything you guys do for us in the media
2: all throughout the year.
8: Thank you guys. I appreciate you having me on.
2: Thanks, Anna Claire. You know, uh, one of the things I was going to talk about, and somebody texted me a question about this, and and that is what you know as far as buying games compared to the guarantee games, and it's a, it's real simple. That means you get teams to come into your house, you pay them a guarantee instead of you going somewhere and getting a guarantee. Most of the times, what happens is, is those teams who have to get guarantee games, it is a case to where they have to look at their athletic budget to determine how much money they need to bring in in order to meet budgetary. Uh, standards. So for instance, one team may say, okay, well, in order for us to make a certain budgetary number, we need to get about a million dollars or we need to get about $400,000, $500,000, whatever that number is. And in that's order to usually
1: that. to support the other sports, the non-revenue sports in their athletic program.
2: That is correct. And so what happens is, is that the more games you have to buy though, that means that you're in a position now to where you can afford to do that and not have to worry about You know, are we spending too much money on getting teams in compared to, you know, going out and getting those guaranteed games? And in a lot of cases, you see some of those teams and and I'll take ULM, for instance. You know, you look at uh, how much money they're going to get probably on guarantees this year It's right around two million dollars. That is a huge number. But the other thing you have to think about is with that amount of money, there's also the expense side. So they have to calculate that in the budgetary needs as well. How much of that money are we using towards the travel parties going to those games and then also how much money can we put back now to uh, the other programs so there's a lot to look at that and when teams usually come up short uh and 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 you know people start looking at numbers they start looking at you know basketball baseball in some cases women's basketball doesn't get as much money and then football of course is a cash cow for most schools are you bringing in enough money either from your attendance or your guarantees in order to fit the budgetary needs that we have
1: yeah and the tv TV contracts uh, actually is where a lot of that money comes from. So that's why you see the Conference USAs and the Sunbelts especially. uh, That's why you see them really hawking for the best uh, travel, I mean the best uh, package deal that they can get as far as television and uh, streaming and all of that. We'll go ahead and take our final break here on this Thursday edition of The Edge, and we'll return to wrap things up right after this.
6: No at Sparks Kia during, during America's Best Value Summer Event. Huge savings on every new Kia. 0% financing available for 66 months and our biggest dealer discounts of the year. Right now at Sparks. Buy a new 2018 Kia Forte sedan for only $14,995. automatic Forte with backup camera, Bluetooth and more. Only $14,995. New 2018 Kia Optimus now only $17,995 with great standard safety features like blind spot detection. New Optimus only $17,995. Drive Sporty 2018 Kia Sorento SUV For zero down And only 299 dollars a month lease Zero down 299 dollars a month for a new Sorento, Or you can save big With zero percent financing for 66 months On six Kia models Plus, get Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty On every new Kia Hurry, these great deals won't last long Get to Sparks Kia in Monroe Or DriveSparks.com Includes all factory rebates and unit discounts With a group grab, plus TTL, notary and doctorate fee 36-month lease See dealer details Come to a P- Peachy Paradise, June 22nd and 23rd for the Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston. Friday, June 22nd, enjoy music from Lacey Cavalier and John King. Don't miss the rodeo, the Peach Art Exhibit, lots of arts and crafts, and of course, the Peach Parade. June 23rd, we'll have a Battle of the Bands in Ruston's Railroad Park. Closing out the Peach Festival will be renowned New Orleans party band, Bag of Donuts. From
0: top of the pop to rock songs to dance. All with that Bag of Donuts twist. The
6: 2018 Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston, June 22nd and 23rd. With a kids fishing tournament, a peach art exhibit, games and carnival rides, a rodeo, That sounds like a lot, right? Well, it's not even half the story. Go check out more for yourself at LouisianaPeachFestival.org. The Louisiana Peach Festival, in Ruston, June 22nd and 23rd.
5: If you could talk to your animal when they say, (coughs) they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope.
1: You fought for me.
5: You treated me like family.
3: Now we say thanks.
0: It's good to know we can
4: count on Bobby.
3: I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today
5: attorney bobby manning office in monroe call 324-1411 at first guarantee bank we know what it takes to help businesses grow funds precisely why we're making it easier than ever to afford a business loan with fixed rates as low as five and a half percent for five years you could buy commercial property or equipment your business needs and we'll even pay third-party closing costs up to seventy five hundred dollars now that's banking the way you do business welcome to first guarantee bank welcome to fanatical banking new money only all loans subject to underwriting creditworthiness and bank approval available while funds last. For more information, visit FGB.net. Remember FDIC.
0: How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop.
1: Welcome back to the final segment of the edge here on this Thursday. Again, I we'll want everybody to remember Jamie and Sean Fox and their family, as uh, Jamie's mom and Sean's grandmother, is very ill. So we want to remember their family in our prayers today and continue on uh, for days to come. And Jamie will be out today and tomorrow, and uh, we'll see what happens, and hopefully he'll be able to be back early next week. So we're thinking about them, and and uh, hope everybody else will too. College World Series, how about them hogs? Man, look. How about them hogs? How about Mississippi State? Now I you know I'm not a we did it guy. Mm-hmm. but how cool would that be if in a couple of days Arkansas and Mississippi State are playing for the College World Series title? I think that would just be awesome. Arkansas uh, takes care of Texas Tech previously undefeated Texas Tech yesterday, seven to four, and Oregon State rallies and survives and knocks out North Carolina. The only team. In the tournament, uh, I believe that Haven has a chance for the rest of it because Arkansas is at forty-five, Texas Tech's at forty-five. Oregon State won their fiftieth game wow. of the year. They are fifty and eleven on the season now as they beat North Carolina and put North Carolina out eleven to six.
2: Well, you know, I, I really looked. I've been enjoying this college world series, and I know you know people say, well, you know, LSU's not in the like, you know, have to get over that. They're not going to be in it but one of the great things that i've loved about this college world series is i've i've enjoyed watching mississippi state that that team that has, whole story is just amazing that story has been incredible when you start talking about you know the adversity that they've had to overcome you know not being not giving this coach the job outright right away or anything like that and saying oh we need omaha experience and this guy is in omaha and he's had got a chance to win the whole thing. I mean, that is that is an incredible story when you think about just how much they've had to face. And in Arkansas, I mean, you know, man, look at what they've done. So you've got some cast of characters in there that, you know, may not be normal for most SEC fans. But, man, you talk about being able to really uh, enjoy some great baseball. And, then, you know, hey, look, North Carolina, you know, that they they ran into a bustle. You know, Oregon State, when they're – backs were against the wall the way that they were, you know, they were going to come out swinging. And that's one team that you don't want to play when they have their backs against the wall. They've got some really, really good defense.
1: And today's uh, game at 7 o'clock, of course, the weather has played havoc with these games out there. They've had some rough-looking rough looking skies out in Omaha over the last couple of days. But elimination game, the last uh, other SEC team, Florida, will take on Texas Tech. Uh, that game, I believe, is scheduled for 7 o'clock Central time. And uh, the other teams, uh, as far as I know, that's the only game scheduled for today is um, Is just that one game. And then uh, tomorrow you'll have Mississippi State playing against Oregon State. And then the Arkansas is now in the catbird seat, and they will sit and await – uh, the winner of that game as well, although Oregon State would have to win twice against Mississippi State.
2: Yeah, so that's that's the, the position that you like to be in in a tournament, to where now that you look at Arkansas, they they're just sitting there just saying, "Hey, you got to beat this twice," and it's going to be hard for anybody to do that. Florida against Texas Tech, that's going to be one that I'm really interested in, and I want to see just how good this if Texas Tech can really uh, come in this game and and, and put Florida away. Um, but, you know, that's that's one of those things. You hope that a Mississippi State can win. That uh, you do, you go ahead and, and you're in the driver's seat as well, and now somebody's got to beat you twice. And that is oftentimes when you're in the loser's bracket having to fight all the way back from a loser's bracket to try to beat somebody and then beat a team twice is awfully difficult.
1: Yeah, and even though these teams have a lot of depth at this level, uh, still your arms, how many arms you have left yeah. at the end of a tournament like this if you had to go into the loser's bracket – uh, Arkansas can rest its best pitchers. Uh, their bullpen gets a rest uh, for a couple of days, and they can just sit back and wait, uh, which gives them a distinct advantage uh, from the pitching standpoint, especially. because uh, if you've noticed, as the tournament goes along, you see the low scoring games at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But as you go along, you don't see any three to one, you know, two to nothing games. As you go further in the tournament, you see more high-scoring games because uh, people are now going back to their maybe their game one starter uh, and some other guys that maybe don't start all the time back into the other into the back end of the tournament, and so you see more of the uh, like yesterday seven to four and eleven to six were the games yesterday. So um, something that uh, I think Arkansas is going to be able to benefit from, and wouldn't that be something?
2: Yeah, that'll be huge. How about those hogs? That, that'll be huge. And I'll be honest, this is that time of the year, and we see this in a lot of tournaments, uh, not just in, in the college baseball World Series, but we also see this in a lot of the tournament play, is that when you have to – when you lose, it's oftentimes to the detriment of your arms because especially you have to go deep into a lineup. But most coaches – will tell you that, okay, we lost in this game. The key in the next game is to not let them get deep into our bullpen.
1: Yeah, if your starter goes out in the third or fourth inning, yeah, yeah, you're, you're in trouble. You're toast. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens. So uh, Arkansas will sit back and await uh, whoever ends up being the survivor of the rest of the uh, uh, losers bracket games. And again, that would be, I think it would just be really cool uh, just because of our our bordering states here mm-hmm. in Louisiana if it was Mississippi State and Arkansas uh, playing for the title. That'll do it for us here on The Edge today. Again, remember Jamie and Sean Fox uh, and their family, if you would, please. And appreciate Sand coming in today and filling in for Jamie. He'll be back with me again tomorrow. And John Tabor is going to give me my Jam- Jimi Hendrix fix here as we go out on the show. Again, The Edge today brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law and Spa Nouvelle on Lamy Lane in Monroe. Don't forget, don't forget, don't live life safe, live it on the edge, and we'll be back tomorrow. Come back and join us.
0: Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it on. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday